Don't miss the inaugural Stay in Savannah.com Savannah Baseball Classic presented by ESPN Radio Savannah featuring 13 high school baseball teams from Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina in two action-packed weekends, February 21st and 22nd and February 28th and March 1st at historic Grayson Stadium as teams from around the South compete in two action-packed weekends. The Savannah Baseball Classic is sponsored in part by Carl Gregory Savannah and Coca-Cola. The inaugural Stay in Savannah.com Savannah Baseball Classic presented by ESPN Radio Savannah at historic Grayson Stadium. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. I'm Carl Damasi, and you're listening to the Carl Damasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Well, I'm, I'm out here at lovely Grayson Stadium, historic Grayson Stadium. I'm sitting out here by myself. Teams are starting to roll in. We got lacrosse to the left of me. We got baseball to the right of me. It's just a beautiful morning here in Savannah, Georgia. And uh, I'm excited about it because we're at the stayinsavannah.com Savannah Baseball Classic presented to you by ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, Savannah and Hilton Head. And it's a great day to play two, as the great Ernie Banks said. But they'll be playing more than two here. They'll be playing four games here at Grayson Stadium today for the inaugural stayinsavannah.com. Savannah Baseball Classic uh, presented to you by ESPN Radio and, of course, hosted by the Calvary Day School Cavaliers. And I'm telling you right now, <coughs> a little choke right there. It's a little cool out here in front of the stadium. The sun is in the ballpark. It's not out here out front. But uh, it's just it's just remarkable to be here in front of Grayson Stadium, historic Grayson Stadium. I mean, the Savannah Sandnats winning the South Atlantic League, the Sally League Championship last year. A lot of people coming out supporting the Sandnats. And, you know, historic Grayson Stadium is something special. We've had so many great players play on this field. I mean, Shoeless Joe Jackson. The man that was involved in the uh, Black Sox scandal in 1919 uh, got exiled from baseball, has not been inducted into the Hall of Fame, and they say he's been he he is probably regarded as the next as the purest hitter that ever played the game along with Ted Williams. But he's not in the Hall of Fame because. Uh, he uh, had a little betting scandal back there in the 1919 World Series with the Chicago White Sox, or as known as the Black Sox. I mean, it, it's just a great ballpark. You know, it was built in 1926. We had the Savannah Indians here from 1926 to 1954. Uh, there was a little layover there because of the Depression, of course, World War II. Uh, then Spanish-American War veteran General William L. Grayson led an effort, or led the people here to to come up with $150,000 needed to rebuild the stadium because it was devastated by a hurricane. And half of the funds came from the Works Progress Administration Program back there in the Great Depression. And uh, it's just nostalgic. I mean, kids love playing here in Savannah, Georgia. Just going out there and going in the stadium, the mystique. Like I said, Shoeless Joe Jackson, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, Hank Aaron, Jackie Robinson, 
Our own Jackie Robinson from Cairo, Georgia, gets no credit. He's the man that broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball. And he's a Georgia boy, but he gets no credit for it because he went out and started at UCLA uh, in California. Now, Jim Bouton, Lou Brissy, I mean, Savannah Indians, <laughs> so many South Atlantic League records uh, just passed away. The great Lou Brissy, uh, Rafael Ramirez, Steve Pedrosian, Dale Murphy. I mean, I can go on with all the great players that played here. And it's just a great event that they're starting here in Savannah, Georgia, the stay in Savannah. Uh, .com Baseball Classic, Savannah Baseball Classic, presented by ESPN. And uh, John Davis, the head coach now at Calvary Day School, doing a great job putting this together. 13 teams coming in. They had some, uh, three games last night, and the skies cleared up for it. It was like God said, let there be baseball in Savannah, Georgia. And at 3 p.m., we had uh, the first game of the inaugural Savannah Baseball Classic. Ups and Lee beats Johnson County 2-1 in extra innings. The 6 o'clock game saw Alexander beating Bishop England out of South Carolina 11-1. And the host team, the Calvary Day School Cavaliers, in a thrilly last night, in a thriller last night, beat Holy Innocence 5-4. Well, what do we got lined up for the show today? Of course, we're going to start off talking to the man that's in charge of this whole thing, John Davis, about 9-15, 9-17. Then we're going to go talk to the Savannah Sandats chaplain, the Coastal Hurricanes Hope School baseball coach, and a man that has a lot of knowledge about the adult baseball league here in Savannah, Georgia, Jason Rockwell. Little do you know that he's going to do a little mission trip to spread uh, Savannah baseball down there in Cuba. So I'm excited about talking about Jason about that. Then we'll close out the first hour, my first game. Then we'll go to the second game from 10 until 11. We'll open it up. Uh, hopefully we can get one of the coaches for the first part of the show. Then we'll go to our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Hey, it's basketball right now. we got state basketball playoffs going on. This young lady has been extraordinary, extraordinary the whole season for the Lady Cavaliers. I know you're saying, what's a Calvary Day School day, uh, uh, day here? It sure is. They're putting this on, so why not? Let's give some love out to Calvary Day School. And uh, we'll have... Abigail Lewis, she's only a junior, and uh, she's led a very young Cavaliers team to their third straight region basketball title. She'll be on live here right in front of Grayson Stadium. And then we'll close out with a good friend of mine and a great guy. I know if I had a kid playing soccer, I'd love my kid to play for this guy because he's a great coach, great person, and that's the Calvary Day School Athletic Director and the head soccer coach, Chad Griffin, and then we'll close it out. Uh, let's go to the scoreboard really quick. Last night, of course, we talked about the Savannah Baseball Classic. Uh, Johnson County lost to Upson Lee 2-1. Alexander beat Bishop England out of South Carolina 11-1. And Cal Calvary Day School wins the nightcap 5-4. Let's go to the hardwood. Yes, it's playoff time. In Georgia High School State Association Girls Class AA, St. Vincent travels out to Taylor County and loses a heartbreak of 53-48. And Scott puts in 16 for the Lady Saints. In AAA, Beach High School, the Lady Bulldogs, all over Jefferson County, 69-17. to Jacqueline Anderson comes off the bench and puts in 21 for the Lady Bulldogs. Uh, in other AAA Lady basketball, uh, basketball games for the girls, Johnson, all over Thompson, 61-39. E.J. Odomigby scores 23 points, have 11 rebounds, and 7 block shots. On the boys' side, because if two teams make the playoffs and they're both hosting a playoff game, Georgia High School State Association lets them hold a doubleheader. While the second game at Johnson High School, the Johnson Adams Smashes, who won the region title last week, and you heard it right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, they beat Jefferson County 76-39. Rico Bonds puts in 24 for the Adams Smashes. In 4A, South Effingham... Lady Mustangs, who won the title on Wednesday, had to come back and play last night. They beat Darty 66-44. Tiana Germain, 
a Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, puts in 20 points, 12 assists, and 10 steals. That's a triple-double, people. This, this girl is unbelievable. Uh, then we go to 5A. FEM County girls still on a roll. They beat Bainbridge, 66-41. Michaela Robinson, only a sophomore, puts in 23 for the Lady Rebels. Richard Hill travels to Lee County. The Lady Wildcats come away with a 40-27 win. On the boys' side, up in FEM County, like I said, it was a doubleheader. FEM County beats Lee County, 81-61. Missouri bound, Jakeenan Gant, the guy's only six foot eight. Okay, 16 points, 12 rebounds, and blocked 15 shots. Pretty good night for that uh, Tiger-bound uh, basketball player right there. Point guard, Tanner Reed, was the game-high scorer with 19 points. Richmond Hill traveled to Northside Columbus and lost, so the Richmond Hill boys are out. In Giza, they're still playing their region tournament. Memorial Day School finishes third. They'll be the number three seed in the Georgia Independent School States Association Class AA tournament. They beat Frederica 69-65. And the girls saw on, the, on another Giza uh, matchup in AAA. Bethesda beats Westminster for third place spot, 53-42. Sean Deloach puts in 13 points and 13 rebounds for a double-double. In Skiza, uh, tough loss for the St. Andrews Lady Lions. They go to Spartanburg Day School. They played at Wilson Hall in South Carolina. They lose 38-25. They finish 11-15. Mike Bennett comes back, takes over the basketball program, respectable season. His daughter, Morgan Bennett, has a double-double with 13 points and 10 rebounds. That's the high school scoreboard. As far as local, other local news, we'll go to the college. Armstrong Atlantic State has a full slate of games over there on the campus on, on Abercorn Street. Basketball is home against UC Aiken. The women won the East Division, the regular season East Division title. They're 17-6. and six. They play at 5.30. And the guys uh, who are right now are 8-16, and 16, they play at 7.30. So we've got a basketball doubleheader at Armstrong Atlantic and Alumni Arena. Baseball is home today at 1 o'clock. They've won street, six, straight, uh, six straight. Coach Calvin Culberson doing a great job. They take on Georgia Southwestern uh, at 1 o'clock and at 4 o'clock. And the softball... Starts at 1 o'clock also, and they take on Queens College. They're 7-3, and they've won four straight. So the Lady Pirates, who are also ranked fifth in the nation, doing a great job. Savannah State, basketball's on the road at South Carolina State. The women are 15-11. and 11. They're 8-4 and four in region play. They start at 4 o'clock. The men are 9-17. 7-4 uh, in region. They start at 6 o'clock. Uh, baseball is home against Cleveland State, doubleheaded today, 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock. And the softball is at the Jacksonville Dolphin Tournament. Uh, they take on Mount St. Mary's at 1 o'clock today. And we're talking about lacrosse, which is going to happen right across the street here at Optimus Field. Uh, we also have uh, SCAD, the defending national champion, Lady SCAD, Lady Bees of SCAD, uh, defeated Emanuel College last night 18-4. So they're on top of that Sun Conference play. Uh, they play next at in Athens, Tennessee, where they take on Tennessee Wesleyan at 12 o'clock today. The defending conference champions, that's the men's conference champions, defeated Florida Gulf Coast 8-7. And they'll, next game will be today at 3 o'clock at the SCAD Athletic Complex right over the bridge over there in Hardyville. As far as running events go, we got the race for preservation, 5K run walk, 10K run at Forsyth Park for the historic Savannah Foundation. So get out there and do some running. Well, that, that's a recap of the score. That's the local scoreboard, local news. We're here live at Grayson Stadium for the stayinsavannah.com Savannah
Baseball Classic, the inaugural Savannah Baseball Classic. And once again, we got four games going on today, starting at 10.30. And the man that's running the whole show, he'll be on next. And that's J.D. Davis, John Davis, the head coach of Calvary Day School, to tell us what's going on and the events that are going on here today at Grayson Stadium. So just listen to it. We'll be back in about four minutes. Remember, this cannot happen without 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region sponsoring my program, and that's Optum Orthopedics. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Rennie Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth, that's O-P-T-I-M, optumhealth.com. Next up, some Cavalier baseball with the man that's in charge of the program and in charge of this tournament today, the inaugural Savannah Baseball Classic, and that's J.D. Davis. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Board, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 at 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. It's a beautiful day here in Savannah, Georgia. A little chilly where I'm sitting because the, the sun is shining on the baseball field here at historic Grayson Stadium. And that's right, we got a live remote going on here right at Grayson Stadium for the Stay in Savannah. Dot com Savannah Baseball Classic, presented to you by ESPN uh, Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, and hosted by the Calvary Day School Cavaliers. And it's a great event. we got 13 high school teams from Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. It's a two-weekend tournament set for, of course, today. The 21st, well, sorry, it started last night, Friday the 21st, and today the 22nd. Then we come back next Friday night, the 28th and March 1st, to finish up the tournament. And, I mean, we got schools, local schools. We got Calvary, H.V. Jenkins, Savannah Christian. Uh, then we got Peach State programs, Georgia programs from Alexander High School, Eagles Landing Christian, Holy Innocence, Episcopal School, Johnson County High School, Mount... Mount Pew, 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 Pisgah. Mount Pisgah. Yeah. Okay. I need some help on that one. Okay. <laughs> Christian School, Trutland County High School in Upson Lee. And of course, from South Carolina, we got Bishop England, Bluffton, and Episcopal School out of Jacksonville, Florida will also attend next week. And this was this man's brainchild. He's the head coach over there at Calvary Day School. And joining, now, joining me now live here in front of Historic Grayson Stadium, of course, on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, is the head coach of the Calvary Day School. School Cavaliers, who had a good win last night, a 5-4 victory over Holy Innocence, and that's J.D. J.D. Davis, or Jonathan Davis, but we call him J.D. So, uh, Jonathan, good morning. Great to have you here. And I know uh, this is your baby. I mean, you got to be proud of what happened last night. What happened? How the sun, uh, the rain stopped, the sun opened up, and God said, "Let's play baseball." Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Carl, for being here. Appreciate you having me on, and you guys helping us out here. But uh, yeah, we, you know, when he, uh, we saw the front coming uh, Thursday, and uh, 
Um, you know, the weatherman's usually not right, uh, <laughs> but he was. Uh, you know, they said it was going to be done raining at 12 noon, and it, it it was, and we were able to get a tarp on before school on Friday and get it off at lunch. And so, uh, so the Lord really blessed us in that way. So we didn't have any backups, and we got all of our games in yesterday. It's, it's a great job. You, could, you know, most of the time you're wrong, and you know, it, <laughs> people still love you though. I know. If I was if I was wrong that much, I would I would not have a job right now probably. So uh, no, but it's 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 hard to predict the weather. But you know, we we could all do it now with so much internet and things like that. So I watch the radar all day long. So uh, I feel like I can maybe be the weatherman. Well, I was telling the guys, the, the boys from Three and Out who did their show live here from three to six yesterday, that you know. The, the rain's getting going to have a lot of rain here in Savannah, Georgia. I don't know when it's going to clear out. And uh, they said, well, we're still coming. I said, well, from what I understand now, looking at all the radar, it was supposed to clear out by 3 o'clock, and it sure did. First game took off at 3.30. Uh, Upson Lee beat Johnson County 2-1 in extra inning games. And then you had the 6 o'clock game. Alexander beat Bishop England out of South, Car- out of South Carolina 11-1. And then, of course, you came back at 9 o'clock and beat Holy Innocence 5-4 in a good ball game. Now, you know... You're a Savannah guy. You're a Savannah boy. Uh, went on to play college baseball, coach college baseball. You're back here in Savannah. What does it mean for these kids? And I know I coached a team here many years ago, well, about 12 years ago, St. Andrews School. Tell the people what it means to play on a field like this where you had greats playing here, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, I mean, Dale Murphy. Tell, tell them what it means to play here. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just truly blessed. We're really we're really honored that we have this opportunity and so thankful to the John Cats and the Sand Nats for uh, you know, partnering with us and making this happen. And, uh, you know, it's something you never get tired of coming to the ballpark here. You know, we come to practice, and you may not physically feel good. You know, the last three weeks we've been practicing pretty hard. But, uh, you know, our kids, they, you know, once they step out on the field, uh, you know, just to see, you know, this the the aura around the park. And, uh, and you know, it's a great setting here in the middle of town. And, uh, it, you know, it, and so, I mean, if you can't come to work somewhere like here, then you probably shouldn't be playing the sport, honestly. So uh, it's been good for our guys. I think they've appreciated it. Well, I'm telling you, when I talk to other kids and they, they, they tell us they're playing at Grayson Stadium, the, 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 the smile is from ear to ear. It, it, it's it's just something special because, you know, kids grow up here in Savannah, Georgia. You know, you're playing in a minor league ballpark that's been around since 1926, 1941. It got refurbished, re- renovated. And the Savannah Sand Nets, you know, believe it or not, that that's our only professional team here in Savannah, Georgia. And it, it's just, I mean, open up the gates and open up their arms and say, come in and play some baseball. It's really special. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, the, the Sand Nets, John K. Cats. They're they're real good for the community, and uh, they do a lot of community outreach. And they and they and you know they kind of spearheaded this. They want to get teams out here to play, and um, you know get them in the ballpark. And uh, and so we we tried to help them with this, and that's one main reasons why we started this tournament. So uh, talking about getting teams in the ballpark, you got 13 teams coming from South Carolina. Uh, up north part of Georgia, uh, Florida. Uh, tell us about the teams that are in the tournament besides uh, the Cavaliers at Cavalier Day School. Well, we had, um, you know, we had a lot of teams that wanted to come down, but there's only so many spots. You know, playing at the one venue, there's only so many games you can have in a day. So we had to turn away a lot of teams. That, you know, I sent it out early last summer. Uh, we were booked within five days. <laughs> and... Um, and so, you know, it was kind of overwhelming for me. I didn't expect it to happen that fast. But uh, but anyway, yeah, we, we got a lot of te- good teams in. Uh, Alexander High School, uh, they are uh, just a quality program from Douglasville. Johnson County is, uh, you know, they competed really well in Region 3 in our region last year. Um, of course, Holy Innocence is, you know, they you know when you play up there in Atlanta in those regions, you have to be, you know, competitive every night. And so, uh, you know, they've come out here and, um, you know, they're a little young this year, just like we are. But uh, anyway, so uh, Bishop. England uh, traditionally in South Carolina has been has been really strong through the years and uh, they do a really good job over there so uh, you know next week we're excited um, you know 
got some really good squads coming in next week as far as Episcopal out of Jacksonville. You know, they're nationally ranked. Um, Eagles Landing, Christian Academy, they're, you know, they won the state title last year and single A and then Savannah Christian will come across town and Jenkins and, and so we're, you know, we're really excited about the turnout and, uh, it's, it's a good quality of play out here. And Bluffton's not bad either from what I understand. Oh, no, absolutely. They, they are and, um, you know, um, you know, we got them next week so, uh, we'll, we'll, they'll probably give us all we can handle. So, uh, but yeah, we're, we're glad that those guys were able to come down and, uh, you know, cause they're, I mean, they're not really, I guess, a Savannah team, but they are still local. You know, Bluffton's right, right over the bridge. Right over the bridge. So, so uh, we're glad to get those guys over here too. And, you know, and it's going to be live right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3, next Friday night, right here at Historic Grayson Stadium. Myself, I'll be doing the color, and then play-by-play band, uh, Kevin Thomas from 3 and Out, the, the weekly radio show we have here on ESPN Radio. So, uh, we've, we broadcasted football, we broadcasted basketball, now we're bringing baseball on the air. And, and that's exciting too, because you don't hear much high, you know, I mean, you have high school football on every Saturday night, you go, uh, Friday night, you go to these little towns, basketball's all over the place. You never hear many uh, schools getting their uh, baseball games uh, on radio. Yeah, yeah, and we appreciate it. You guys are doing a great job locally with our sports and promote our sports, and it's a big deal to our kids. It's a big deal to our parents. It really is, and uh, you guys are doing a great job. And, you know, once uh, you know basketball's in the playoffs right now, once that gets finished up, then, you know, it'll be baseball season officially, and hopefully it'll get a little warm um, of course, today's going to be really nice, but uh, but yeah, you guys are doing an incredible job, and we appreciate it. All right, let's plug it. You got a one minute drill here. We can't do the two minute drill, and I'm not I'm not Coach Stroud on the mic here, but you got one minute, JD. <laughs> tell us what's going to happen here today. The games that are slated, and uh, tell people how much it costs to get in, and, uh, and uh, it's free to come in all day. Yeah, well, not free to come in, but you can come in all day. Yeah, once um, you buy your ticket, we uh, it's seven dollars uh, for a day pass. Of course, this is the last day, and um, um, you get seven dollars. You come out and get to see four games and uh, in great weather. And, uh, you know, we'll have Bishop England against Johnson County at 10:30, starting off, and then Alexander versus Mount Pisgah. They're they're both out of Atlanta at 1:30. 4:30 will be Upson Lee against Bishop England again, and then uh, 7:30 will be the Nightcat with Mount Pisgah and Holy Innocence. They're, they're actually a rival in Atlanta, but they both were so excited about wanting to come down, so they they were scheduled to play in Atlanta today, but they said, let's go down to Savannah and play each other down there, so that would be fun. So we're glad that they're they're here. Well, J.D., I mean, it's something special to be here. You're doing a great job. Great great thing for the community. Great thing for the local kids. Great event for the local kids, not a thing. Great event for the local kids, and uh, I'm glad I could be a part of it. And uh, It's always been my dream to go up in a press box and call a game, so I could do that Friday night. And uh, That'll be Calvary against Bluffton next Friday night, 7 o'clock, right here on ESPN Radio. But you got to come out here and watch it live. There's nothing like a bunch of high schools getting on a field, which is their field of dreams playing in beautiful, historic minor league ballpark, Grayson Stadium, and it, it's something special. J.D., keep it the great work, and uh, we'll have you on again next week, and uh, look forward to coming to watch some more baseball. All right, thanks, Coach. Thanks for all you guys do. Always a pleasure, J.D. Thank you. Keep up the great work. Well, uh, we talked a little about what's going on happening here today. you got four games started at 10.30, seven bucks to get in. It's a day pass. you get got a lot of baseball. Come down here to historic Grayson Stadium and catch the first, the inaugural, StayInSavannah.com, Savannah Baseball Classic, presented to you by ESPN Radio right here at Grayson Stadium. Next up, we're going to talk to Savannah Sandnats Chaplin, the Coastal Hurricanes homeschool baseball coach, Savannah Adult Baseball League uh, guru, and that's Jason Rockwell. And he's got a little trip coming up that he might need some help because he's going to spread the spread the news about Savannah baseball down there in the uh, southern part of uh, the Americas in South America. He's taking a trip with his family to Cuba, and that's Jason Rockwell. You're listening to the Call of Democracy Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. 
And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah, and I'm Carl DeMasi, and you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And I'm doing a remote. I'm on the road. I'm in front of historic Grayson Stadium right off of Victory Drive here. It's a little chilly in front of the stadium, but when you get inside, the sun is shining on it. It's a beautiful day. The Lord said, let's play baseball yesterday. They got it in at 3.30, and we got four games starting here at 10.30 this morning. And remember, this is the inaugural stayinsavannah.com Savannah Baseball Classic presented to you by ESPN and, of course, hosted by Calvary Day School. And I can't forget our sponsors. It's also sponsored by Powerade, Coca-Cola, and Carl Gregory uh, Chrysler over there on Abercorn at the corner of Abercorn and Montgomery. And, it, you know, it's a baseball player's dream. It's a kid's dream to play in the major leagues. Well, one step can get a little, get them a little closer by playing on an historic field, a minor league ballpark, home of the Savannah Sandats, Sally League champion, South Atlantic League champion. And you know, this next guest I got on, he is Savannah Baseball. He's part of the Savannah Sandats. He's the chaplain. He's also part of the Coastal Homeschool Association baseball team. He's the head coach. And he also is involved in the Savannah Adult Baseball League. He doesn't get, get enough baseball. And you know what? He's also going, up, going to Cuba. Not Cuba. Right. Cuba, as he just told me. But I'm the New York. It's Cuba to me there. <laughs> and joining me now right here in front of the Historic Grayson Stadium for the stayinsavannah.com, Savannah Baseball classic is a good friend, Jason Rockwell. Good morning, Jason. How's it going? Top of the morning to you. Doing, going great. It's a great Top day of the morning baseball. to you. My, my mother-in-law, if she's listening, she's Irish, she'd love that. There you go. Not there far you. away from St. Patty's Day here in Savannah, uh, Georgia. That's right. That's right. So, But, I mean, uh, we, we get on every year. We talk about your sycamore in the park, that camp that you do during the middle of the winter for the kids, and baseball's your life. And I learned something. I didn't know you were the chaplain in Savannah Sandnats. And, uh, <laughs> it's pr- I mean, it's pretty exciting. I mean, because, you know, people don't think that baseball players or teams, I mean, there's teams in here that have chaplains going in at football teams and talking about yeah. four games. Uh, so ministers or whatever, the clergy. Uh, but it, it's great to have you here in a coastal homeschool. We'll get to that. And, of course, taking that trip to Cuba, not That's Cuba. Right. So uh, tell us tell us about the uh, you know the chaplain deal. I mean, it's got to be exciting to be part of this organization. It's such a great place to have yeah. baseball. Yeah. You, you know, it's uh, eight years ago. I, this will be my eighth season w- with the club uh, in that role. And when I started, to be honest with you, it was way out of my comfort zone. Uh, <laughs> it really was. Um, but I've, I've grown in my faith by doing it. Um, it's just, and, and you know, they're just guys. Um, yeah, yes, you know, society might put them up on a pedestal because they play the game that that we all you know love, and, and we've grown to to love and play growing up and all that stuff. And we see them on the field, and you know, of course, they all aspire to to, to make it to the big leagues. But you know, about three percent of them will even spend one day there, and that's it. Um, and, and you know, a, a big part of that in, in, in anybody's journey is is their faith. And um, you know, on a, on a Sunday, those guys can't. Can't go to a local church here, so we kind of we bring it to them, and then during the week, I always get, leave it up to the team. I say, hey, you know, when you guys are here uh, off a off a road trip, and if you're home, I can come out once a week, and we'll do a quick little devo. We call it a, a devo, not a devotion, because <laughs> the consensus in the clubhouse was a devotion's like a female thing, but a devo's a guy thing. <laughs> so we'll, you know, I'll, I'll come out and do a devo with them, and uh, it, it's just been um, it's been a blessing for me. It's it, it stretched me, it's grown me, uh, and, and you really, really get you get to know them as guys, and it's it, it's really cool to see them progress. Hopefully, through the Mets far 
alarm system or if they could trade it out to where you stay in touch. And and uh, it's, it's just um, it's something that's been fantastic in my life, and I had no idea it was coming. What's unique about it, it's just not American ball players. you got ball players coming from all over the world that have come through Savannah, Georgia. I mean, that's got to be a great feeling, too, working with guys from South America. From uh, Did they have anybody from overseas, uh, any foreign players? Or yeah. Yeah, there's one, uh, I don't know if it was three or four years ago, there was a team there in, in the clubhouse. There were seven countries that were represented. <laughs> Kai Gronauer is their, is their uh, catcher from Germany. Right. So he was a guy from overseas. There was a fellow, another catcher, he was from Canada. Uh, they had a guy in here from Australia. Of course, you had Puerto Rico, Venezuela, uh, Mexico, Cuba, <laughs> Cuba uh, you know, all over the place in the United States. But there were seven uh, countries represented in that little teeny tiny clubhouse here uh, that I don't know if Ty Cobb probably took a shower in there. I don't know, but um, too much information. But yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a great opportunity, you know. It, it, and it, you know, it, it says in the Bible to, to, to go to the nations, right? Well, you go into the in nations. baseball, they come to you. That's exactly right. And it's, it, it's such a unique, unique thing. And I'm Carl Damasi. You're listening to the Carl Damasi Sports Report presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. I'm here in front of Historic Grayson Stadium for the inaugural Stay in Savannah. Dot com baseball classic Savannah baseball classic presented by ESPN and I'm talking to Jason Rockwell, man of many hats, Savannah uh, Sandnatch chaplain, uh, coastal homeschool head baseball coach, and of course uh, Savannah Adult Baseball League. And now he's also getting a trip to go to Cuba. And I'm not giving you that Cuba accent, but he'll get into that later on. Why it's <laughs> called that? But okay, quickly, Coastal Homeschool Association, great organization, gives the kids a chance that don't go to public schools or private schools to play baseball. Tell us about your team this year, coach. Yeah, yeah, basically uh, this is our fourth year. Uh, we have a strong club this year, um, and you know we're, we, we exist for for kids who are homeschooled or they they go to a, a private school that doesn't have a baseball program um, for the most part. And uh, you know it's uh, you know Sven Arts Academy. We, we have a couple of students there that that, that go there because they're gifted, but they don't have a baseball team. So uh, in fact, uh, Ryan, Ryan Osaka, six foot one inch freshman, I'm excited about him. <laughs> um, but Daniel Collins, you, 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 yes. you you've heard the name. He's a senior this year. He's he's, he's averaging 27 points on the hardwood this yes. season. Had a phenomenal season. But uh, Jeez. And uh, Sheldon Polk threw two no-hitters last year, including a perfect game. He's coming back as a junior. Tate Robinson's a junior this year. He's our lefty. Um, we, we just we, we, They're great kids. You know, I mean, yes, sir, no, sir. Um, and, and we try to, I don't know if it's different or not, but we, we pray before the game. We pray after, and, and that's, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a necessity for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, part of, it's part of us. It's part of our program. And middle school uh, program is in its second year. Nice. Uh, we're excited about that. That's our feeder program. We have eight. Eighth graders, so. minor league program, Come on. right? Exactly, you know. So, and uh, you know, we're, we're going to play some some JV type games this year where we're going to call them up. Nice. You know, to, to come play with the bigger fellas nice. and get a taste because next year that's their team. Okay, now uh, baseball field, where do you play? Uh, people come watch if they want to watch. Or, yeah, I know it's already, if you want to find out about Coastal Homeschool Athletics or their baseball schedule, just go to Max Prep Sports because they're on Max Prep Sports too. So that's right, Max Prep Sports. You can follow everybody's schedule on Max Prep Sports. Yeah. So, yeah, we're uh, we're playing our home games out in Port Wentworth at the Memorial Day School Field there, the, the uh, Lions Club Field out there in Port Wentworth. We're also playing at Scottsdale Park, but you know we're, we're playing teams like Frederick Academy and East Cobb Academy. He's coming down for a doubleheader. Uh, Hilton had Prepper playing him twice. Nice. Hilton had Christian. You know, so we, we, we want a we want that competitive schedule. And um, you know, it's it's a program that's grown. And this year, I think we have 27, 28 games on the on the docket. Nice, nice. All right, we'll get to this the adult baseball league later on. But this is why I want you to come on and talk about yeah. your trip. You're going to Cuba with the family May first to May 9th when an organization called Global Baseball. You already got Global Baseball here, so you know what that's about. Yeah. So tell us about your trip and how you got involved in this. I mean, it's it's yeah. something. It's got to be special. It's it, it's so cool, Carl. I mean. You know, 
They say, how do you make God laugh? Tell him you have plans. Right? <laughs> uh, I never heard that, but that's, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> this totally came out of left field, pun intended there. But right. Last March. Uh, Put me in, Coach. Right. Put me in, God. That's right. Last March, um, we started a middle school program. One of the players on the team, Caleb Locklear, his dad, Mike Locklear, is a pastor here in town. And he had invited this fellow to come in and speak about the uh, the Jewish tradition of the Seder meal. And not knowing when this guy got here, hey, what, you know, what are you involved in? When they started talking, this fellow's name is Jeff Siegel. He says, well, I do this thing uh, called Global Baseball and uh, Baseball Without Borders. Well, what's that? Well, we we use the game of baseball in that little white ball, and mm-hmm. we go overseas and we tell people about Christ. Right. He said, hey, I know a guy who does that. So he started talking about the Sycamore of the Stadium baseball camp that we've done here for this will be our 12th year this year. We met at uh, Chick-fil-A on Abercorn in March, and my wife Terry was there, and Mike came, and Jeff Siegel came, and we started talking about what he does. And here's what blows me away. Brian Doyle is part of that organization. Brian Doyle. <laughs> Played for the Yankees in the Played late for the 70s. Yankees, yes, I know it very well. Second baseman. His, his, Back in the day when I was growing up, I right. know who he is. His brother, Denny, played for the Red Sox. Exactly. Uh, uh, Blake, I think, is Brian's twin. He was an ambidextrous pitcher in the Orioles organization. And I know this because, and this is the wild thing about it, when I was 14 years old, I went to the Doyle Baseball Academy in Florida. Mm-hmm. So now you fast forward, you know, we, we prayed about it, and yet we're going as a family, uh, May 1st to the 9th, we're going to Cuba, and again, out of the comfort zone, right? Right. And my son is going to be 14. Nice. And we'll be working alongside Brian. It's just, it, it blows me away, you know, just uh, of everything in the full circle of it. You know, Brian is now in his 60s, and I'm, I'm not in my teens anymore. And, um, you know, but we'll be working with Brian Doyle, and it's, it's, it's just going to be, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm so excited about it. And we're, we're, we're having some different fundraisers out there to try to raise some money for it. And, uh, um, you know, taking the charter flight from, from Cuba on, on May 2nd, and uh, we'll be there till the 9th. And hopefully we'll be coming back, you know, they'll let us out of the country. But, it's you know, it's, it's a country that I've, I've learned more about as, as I've done some research about and, 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 and the thing I keep hearing is hope. They need hope. There mm-hmm. isn't much. No. You know, that there's such an, an oppressed country and people, but, but they're wonderful people from what I hear. And they love that game of baseball. And it's amazing what you can do with that little white ball. It gets people's attention. And it opens doors. Who would think you could go to Cuba and talk about Christianity? Exactly. I mean, you know, in an open forum and not be held back, you know. But you know, I, you know, I'm not a Fidel Castro lover, but he had the love of the game. Yeah. And he had the love of bringing Americans in there to mm-hmm. help teach them the game, even though the Cubans, or do you say Cubans? I, I, I would go Cubans. weren't allowed to leave the country, but he had such a love for baseball, and I mean, that was that was the connection between Cuba and the United States. That's the only connection we had. And uh, I mean, it, it, I mean, I've seen pictures, I've read a lot of literature about baseball in Cuba. It's just amazing and fascinates me about how Cuba, Dominican Republic, Venezuela, you come from countries that are third world countries. Yeah. I would call them third world countries yeah. if I'm politically incorrect. I'm sorry, but I mean, to go back there and gift to these people, it, it's something special. Yeah, and you know, we'll, we'll be doing baseball clinics the first couple of days we're there. We're bringing humanitarian aid. We're, we're, we're helping them uh, work on a, on a house there. And, and they do home churches there. The, the, the country doesn't allow them to, 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 to meet in groups larger than 12. Wow. Unless it's like a sporting event or something like that, you know? So that they, they do the church in homes. And uh, uh, Global Baseball started with four home churches. Now they have 74. Wow. So we'll be doing visits and talks with them and, and, and I think training some pastors and things like that. So um, really looking forward to it. I, I can't wait to see just the impact it will have on my family and, and, and my children, my daughter uh, Lexi and my son Ryan and, and Terry, my wife is going. And you know, I'd, I'd love to tell you all about it when we get back. 
I mean, you're more than welcome. You know that. The door's always open. The microphone's always open. I definitely want to have you on and talk about it. And we got to catch up on Sally League. Uh, sorry, the adult. Savannah Adult Baseball yeah. League. I call it Sally League also. Savannah Adult League. So uh, we got to get that in. I mean, Mike's open next weekend. You want to come on again? We could talk about the uh, Savannah Adult Baseball League, and we'll go further than that. But uh, once again, this is Jason Rockwell. He's the Savannah Sandnatch Chaplain. He's the head coach of the Coastal Homeschool Hurricanes uh, Athletic uh, Pro Baseball Program. And then, of course, now he's going to Cuba, which I learned something new because I call it Cuba. There you go. So uh, to do pass on a little more of his uh, his faith, his uh, Sycamore in a Park experience, which has been going on 12 years right here at Grayson Stadium. Keep the great work, and uh, let's play ball. Thank you, brother. Always a pleasure, Jason. Always Jason. a pleasure. That's Jason Rockwell, okay, and he's headed off to Cuba on a mission trip to spread the world, spread the, the his faith, uh, the word of baseball, and uh, great guy. Uh, once again, he'll be back here next week. We got to, we we can't leave out the Savannah uh, Adult Baseball League because that's a big part here too in Savannah. Well, next up, we got a short segment. We'll wrap it up. We'll talk to the man that's helping uh, the Stay in Savannah dot com Savannah Baseball Classic uh, first uh, inaugural baseball classic, and that's ESPN Radio. Host of Three and Out, Kevin Thomas. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM in Savannah and Hilton Head. We'll be right back. And it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me today for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, live from historic Grayson Stadium. Yes, I'm not in a nice little warm studio. I'm out here in front of Grayson Stadium for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. It's brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. Well, we're into quarter number four. We've got to wrap it up. We have a short short segment here, and i got to tell you, this baseball classic, the Savannah State and the Savannah Stay in Stay in Savannah. Savannah.com. Savannah Baseball Classic is all presented to you by ESPN Radio and a man that's the host of our daily weekly radio show from three to six, three and out, Kevin Thomas, and he's representing ESPN Radio here today. And uh, Kevin, great day for baseball, but it's a little chilly out in front for you, for you, me, and uh, your assistant host right there, Eli. That's right. I got my my son here with me uh, today, and we, we came to watch a little baseball. But now you get out in the sun; it's it's perfect. Uh, we were just inside the state. Uh, a little bit earlier, and it's pretty much all in the sun. So uh, it's it's a perfect day to come out and watch some baseball, and uh, you have some great teams here. I know over the next couple of weekends, I was talking with Jonathan Davis at Calvary. Next weekend, you have uh, Episcopal coming in uh, to play, and they're nationally ranked. Uh, so you have uh, some big time baseball coming up over the next couple of weeks. Uh, you got some baseball getting ready to start here in, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, as a matter of fact, for the first of a quadruple header today. So uh, you're really seeing some some great baseball, and uh, he, he really has a nice vision for this thing and obviously uh, being the first one was able to bring in some teams. He said, "Ideally, uh, as this thing could grow, he'd love to expand it and, uh, and bring in more teams, and including uh, bringing in a lot of local teams from Savannah and the Savannah area to, to play throughout the week. There's there's no travel, but a chance for a lot of the local teams to come and play right here at the, at the stadium, which, uh, as he said, is 
You know, not everybody gets to do that. It's a, it's a real special treat to do that. I mean, every baseball player, every kid's dream is to play Major League Baseball. When you can get one step closer and play on a minor league ballpark, and I'm telling you right now, it's beautiful inside the stadium. The field is always manicured, uh, I mean, to, to, to the utmost. It's, it's something special for the kids in Savannah. Like you said, last night we had three games. Hudson Lee beat Johnson County. Uh, the first game started at 3 o'clock. The skies opened up. The sun came out 2-1 to one in extra innings. Then at 6 o'clock, Alexander out of uh, up, uh, Atlanta beat Bishop England out of South Carolina. 11-1 in Calvary. The host of this uh, Savannah Baseball Classic beats Holy Innocence 5-4. Today, 10-30, the first game is Bishop England versus Johnson County. 1-30, Alexander versus Mount Pisgah, which I just learned. Okay, Pisgah. Pisgah, sorry, not yeah. Pisgah, Pisgah, okay. Uh, then we have Upson Lee versus Bishop England at 4-30, and then at 7-30, Mount Pisgah versus Holy Innocence, which is a big rivalry I heard up in there in the Atlanta area, and they're going to play it right here in Savannah. So, t- quickly, I know it's a short segment, but why did ESPN want to get involved in this? I think uh, we've been dedicated, Carl, since uh, we've, we've come into the Savannah area back uh, a little over a year ago of, you know, being involved locally uh, with a number of things. I mean, it, everybody can talk about the, the, the Braves and the Hawks and the Lakers and the, the Yankees and whatever, but uh, we also wanted to, to make sure that we, you know, we spotlighted local sports, and, and, and one reason we, we wanted to partner with you because... You're you're very committed to to, to doing that and, and spotlighting uh, not just football but basketball and, and baseball and swimming, swimming and golf and, and lacrosse got going lacrosse on going on over here. So uh, in, in the areas in which uh, we we can do that, uh, we certainly want to give our efforts to to be able to do that. And and certainly this was a a, a situation where. What's the biggest thing you hear from people these days is, oh, I wish there was something something fun to do. Well, it costs seven dollars. You can stay out here all day and watch and watch great baseball at the high school level and, and support kids who are, I mean, at this point in their lives, they're doing it because they want to and it's fun. Uh, so I, I think you can see that in the way they play. And uh, anytime you have a chance to, to get involved and bring an event to your area, that is an event. Uh, we we want to be a part of that. Well, you know, and that's what I love about you guys. It's all about local sports. Uh, three and Out is a great show. You talk about the national scene, the football, but you also get into the local sports. Sponsoring high school football. We did a basketball game last Friday night, the Johnson-Savannah High game. And it, it's something that me being a, a guy from New York where you don't get much exposure up there. you got to fight for every little one-sentence line you get in a newspaper or on the radio. It, it, that's, this is what it's all about. This is what the South is about, promoting your sports you know, in little towns, in little cities. And that's what's great about it. I'm glad ESPN uh, jumped on. On it, you, Charlie Comins, uh, B.J. Bennett, Matt, uh, Matt Osborne. It's just been a whole great thing. And Philip Lyons and P.J. Yeah. Zuko is a great crew that loves local sports. Yeah, we're and like I said, we're we're committed to, to doing that. If we ever if we get opportunities where it makes sense for us to use the power of uh, of the airways to promote what's going on locally, I mean that's what we're here to do. So uh, we're excited about that. We again want to thank the folks at uh, Towerade for for helping us out, uh, and Carl Gregory as well uh, on on Abercorn. You know, it, it, it takes more than than one and when we get a chance to partner with folks locally who help put on events like that, we certainly are more than appreciative and glad to do it. All right, and we'll come back for hour number two from 10 until 11. we got the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Calvary Day School basketball player Abigail Lewis, and we'll talk to the Calvary Day School Athletic Director Chad Griffin. This 
has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head and 1400 and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and Low Country, and welcome to hour number two of the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. It's a great day here to be in Savannah, Georgia. I'm on a remote. I'm out of the office. I'm out of the studio in front of Historic Grayson Stadium. It's a little chilly in front of the stadium, but I, I got my next guest is waiting to come on, Darnell. Mike Darnell, I wouldn't call you Darnell Walker, but it's Mike Darnell. <laughs> Mike Darnell. And uh, he's on the other side of the uh, stadium out there in the beautiful sunshine. And once again, the sky's opened up for the Stay in Savannah.com inaugural baseball classic. Yesterday started at 3.30. We had uh, Upson Lee beating Johnson County 2-1, the 6 o'clock game. Alexander from Atlanta beating Bishop England out of South Carolina 11-1. And then Calvary taking on Holy Innocence and beating him 5-4. We'll have four games here today, and I know this guy's got to get back there on the field. And he's joining now in front of Historic Grayson Stadium. And that's Mike Darnell from Bishop England out of South Carolina. He's one of the coaches. And why not? Let's hear from the people that are in the tournament, in this uh, baseball classic. Mike, great to meet you. First time meeting you. Good to meet you. Nice for you to come out here. I know your team's getting ready. You're probably doing infield, outfield, uh, getting ready for the game. And uh, Bishop England, South Carolina, you know, we always hear about it down here in Savannah, right up the coast outside of Charleston. It's in Charleston, isn't we it? Are, we are. We're on Daniel Island on, and just right outside of Charleston. And, uh, I mean, it's just something special. Uh, what made you want to bring your team down here to Savannah, Georgia, and play in Grayson Stadium? You know, we, we were approached, uh, it might have been August during football season, about it, maybe the end of, uh, of July. And uh, we always try to go somewhere, somewhere we can get out of town and we can let the kids bond and things like that. And, you know, because it was at Grayson Stadium, that was a big draw for me, you know, just getting the kids down here and, you know, the, the sister city, so to speak, you know, that it has always been Savannah and Charleston. Uh, it, it just seemed like a good fit. And we were just talking about it this morning, just now out on the field, and it is absolutely beautiful out there. And, uh, and we thought, you know, man, this is great. We, we really have enjoyed ourselves. We got, you know, we got spanked last night, but uh, that is what it is. It's a nice day, and it's early. In the but it's your first game of the year, right? It is. Yeah, we're very, uh, we're very inexperienced. Not necessarily young, but very inexperienced. So, uh, I mean, it's the first game of the year. I mean, you're coming down here. You're bringing the team down here to bond, which is a great concept. And when you told your kids you're going to play at Savannah and Savannah at Historic Grayson Stadium, how did you react? I mean, because the River Dogs got a beautiful, brand new stadium there. But this has been here since 1926. It was redone in 1941. So many great baseball players have come through here. Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, uh, Dale Murphy. Uh, uh, I can go on. It's Steve Bedrosian from the from the Braves. I mean, what do the kids feel? How do the kids feel about playing here? Uh, to be honest with you, kids kids don't don't they don't get that nowadays. Uh, it's just it just is what it is. Now I grew up and and when 
when I played at the Citadel down in uh, Charleston, we played at uh, the old uh, Rainbow Stadium. Right. You know, uh, and so when we came in, uh, a couple of the coaches and I, I was like, man, this is just like when I was a kid going and getting broken bats and things like that. So maybe it was more important for me than the kids, you know, because I'm looking at the huge fans and I'm like, oh, it is just like what I remember as a kid. So, you know, a lot of our kids, you know, I, I don't like to look at those birth dates when we're doing the uh, eligibility because it makes me feel quite old. Uh, you're not but, old. Um, you're not old. Yeah, but, you know, for, for the coaches, that part of it is really nice. And one of our coaches is a huge Mets fan, so he is eating it up, you know. Well, you know, I grew up with the 69 Mets, in the, and during that time I was a Yankee fan. And during that time, during the 60s and 70s, really the 70s was my, the Yankees were the, the bottom seller of Major League Baseball. People don't know that. From 64 to 77, they were horrible. And I latched on to the Mets there for a little while, but uh, just moving here to Savannah and seeing something like this, I mean, you hear about baseball parks like this. It's something special. And Frank Viola was on the show last year when he was the pitching coach here, and he says that's the problem. The kids don't know the history of the game. And it, it is. You know, it's it's just a way of society, you know. And uh, it, it's, you know, when I teach some parts of the game and I mention someone who, you know, right. was, you know, in the 80s or so, and those kids are like, <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about. Who are you about. talking about? You know, yeah, exactly. So um, that part of it is difficult for, I think, pretty much anyone that has come up loving the game of baseball because there is so much history, you know. And, and I think kids of today just don't know enough of that history. I try to throw up quotes and things like that of people. <laughs> People, right. You know, even before my time, uh, people that I know of, and uh, hopefully they get a little bit of it. And this is, you know, a throwback, so it's awesome. Well, I, you know, I start my show off every week, and I know it's a habit of mine with the great Ernie Banks uh, shortstop Chicago Cubs. Let's play two. It's a beautiful day to play two because on Sundays they play doubleheaders. Right. Every in Major League Baseball is doubleheaders, and just something that sticks with us. And you know, loving the game itself. Well, tell us about your, your squad. I know you said it's inexperienced, but let's give some love out to the guys that are out there this year. It is. For you. you know, we uh, we have. Uh, just a few guys that are returning that played last year, significant innings. Our center fielder, Jonathan Browning, is a kid that can run really well. I mean, he's got a, a huge upside. He's only a junior, so that's nice. Kid to pitch for us last night, Jackson Riley, junior, and he competed, uh, you know, as well as we can ask of him. We didn't make plays behind him. Um, you know, uh, we've got Harrison Bowles, who's a kind of a utility guy. He played last year and hit really well for us. Um, you know, right now we're, we're missing our catcher, uh, who's who's going to be, you know, Slade's a senior going to be a starting catcher. He's a football guy. I coach football also. Uh, he's a wrestling guy. He's wrestling in the lower state championships right now. Uh, and then he's baseball. He never. Yeah, that's a great kid, too. A great kid. And so uh, Chandler Sambets, we're missing him. So we've got a guy catching right now, Reed Fosbury, who's a football, basketball, baseball guy. <laughs> so uh, we're a small school, so that happens. And um, so, you know, he's a kid who's hadn't caught in four years, and we've right. we've had two scrimmages in a game, and he's caught, you right. know. So, um, you know, for us, the, the, the inexperience, and again, it's not um, so much youth. We've got, you know, a lot of sophomores on the team, but, um, you know, it's more of the inexperience. And, you know, this is good for us. That's what right. this is supposed to do, get some experience. Get out there and play. I mean, because, you know, practice for kids nowadays, baseball, Paul. I mean, if you don't have your practice moving, the kids are bored. And it used to be where I, when I was growing up, uh, you know, probably 10, 15 years before you, we'd stand out there and we'd sit there for baseball, for, for a batting practice. Then they'd go through infield outfit. It was boring. But now today, the practice is somewhat different, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we've, we've run the same practice that that, uh, that we ran when I was in college at the Citadel. Um, it is a, a lot of moving parts. Um, our kids are definitely not bored. There's a lot of me hollering and screaming. And, uh, you know, I want our kids to relax and have 
have fun at games. I tell them all the time, hey, practice should be much more difficult. And you should be worried in practice because I'm going to get on you if you're not moving, if you're not doing stuff. Because I remember those practices, too. One guy's hitting, everybody else is standing there. You're looking around. That's, you know, we've got one group that shags, and it's a, it's a small group, and they've got to be hustling to get all the balls in. So that's the only time you're not actually working on part of the craft but we try to get them you know in their positions and play it live off the field so so it is it's that's the way of the world today too you know i mean i can remember sitting in classrooms going man looking at the clock you (laughs) know right exactly and now you know we figure that out as educators and as coaches that you know kids don't react to that they have to be active they have to be active i have two young daughters and uh and and it's that way at home for me so it's easy it's an easy transition it's 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 a show for a coach and a teacher because you know to teach is to coach the coaches to teach. Absolutely. you got to put on a show for these guys. And like you said, the game to most people when they sit down and watch it is boring. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's a, there's a lot, there's a big mental aspect to the game that people don't realize. You know, and you, you got to be thinking about the mental aspect part of the game and get these young kids to realize that it's just not just hitting the ball, throwing the ball, fielding the ball. You got to think about situations of what's going on. Sure. And we've got, we've got a guy that, uh, that was in the Mets organization that played for us in high school. He was a first round draft pick out of South Carolina and he started to help us this year. He just retired from, because of injury. Injuries. That's one of the things he does very well. He was a very, very good player, a natural player. But at this point, you know, he understands a lot of that, and he's young. So right. those kids, you know, they don't want to listen to me. I'm, I'm not, I, regardless of how old I am, I'm removed from where they are where they much are. farther than these younger coaches that we have. Those younger coaches, just when they talk, they're just so close in age. Those kids, right. you know, listen a little more. And he's talked a lot about that mental aspect of understanding what it is that you're trying to do. You know, and you're. Absolutely right. You know, kids just go out there and they think, oh, I'm going to hit, I'm going to throw, I'm going to do all that stuff, and there's just so much more to it. So I'm Carl Damasi. You're listening to the Carl Damasi Sports Report. I'm talking to the, the head baseball coach of Bishop England out of South Carolina, out of Charleston, Mike Darnell. Well, we got a minute left here, Coach. You got another game. Uh, well, your game's going to start at 10:30, so I want to get you out of here. You got another game at 4:30. Overall experience about coming down here to. Play in the stay in Savannah.com, Savannah Baseball Club. Uh, it's great. It's great. We, we have enjoyed ourselves. You know, uh, it's a little bit because of all these ice days and all. It's a little bit of scramble for us because we try to stay in school as long right. as possible. Exactly. I mean, uh, Bishop England's a very difficult academic school. I went to public school. I don't know if I would have done very well there. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, that we had to stay in, rush down here, but we've enjoyed every minute of it. Other than an 11 to 1, uh, you know, drumming, we we have absolutely enjoyed it, and it's beautiful out today. And like you said, we'll play too. So. You play too today, and you get you know they get more experience. It's uh, something special. Uh, well, Mike, a pleasure meeting you. you too. I'm glad Thank you, you come on, and uh, you can listen to this uh, probably tomorrow or Monday on the Call of the Master Sports Report. Just type it in. You can listen to the podcast, and you can see how you did your first time. Well, not Perfect. your first time, but yeah. your interview on on the ESPN Radio here in Savannah, Georgia. Sounds great. Thanks. Good for luck, coming. Coach. Thank nice you, for man. coming in, and do what you do with the kids because you're doing a great job. Thank you, man. Have Thank a good one. You too. And that's the head coach of Bishop England, Mike Darnell. They'll be playing at 10.30 and a 4.30. There are four games here today. 10.30, it's Bishop England against Johnson County. At 1.30, it's Alexander out of Atlanta versus Mount Pisgah. And then at 4.30, Upson Lee takes on Bishop England. And then a big rivalry from what I hear, it's Mount Pisgah taking on Holy Innocence at um, 7.30. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, 
Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Rennie Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. And don't forget the stayinsavannah.com Savannah Baseball Classic presented to you by ESPN is also sponsored by Powerade. It's powered by Powerade and Carl Gregory Chrysler right there at the corner of Abercorn and Montgomery Crossroads right here in Savannah, Georgia. Next up, the Wetherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. It's basketball time, and this young team has turned a lot of heads, and she's only a junior from Calvary Day School, junior Cavalier, Lady Cavalier, Abigail Lewis, you're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Board, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and we're out here doing a live remote in front of the historic racing stadium for the stay in Savannah.com, Savannah Baseball Classic, presented to you by ESPN Radio Savannah, Powerade. It's powered by Powerade. Of course, call Gregory Chrysler, located at Abercorn and Montgomery Crossroads. And I know we're here for a baseball classic, but it's basketball season. And I'm an avid basketball junkie. I follow high school basketball, college basketball. I follow YMCA basketball. And, you know, it just so happens that I got a little tied to this school, Calvary Day School. My youngest son, Dominic, graduated from there. And I've always been impressed with the basketball program. And uh, this young lady is leading a young lady Cavaliers team that, believe it or not, they're they're uh, 22 and three. They won their third straight uh, region title, of course, with the good man, good guy, funny guy, Coach Jackie Hamilton. He he loves his basketball and he does a great job over there with the ladies. And I mean, this this young lady, she's played in 17 games. She's averaging almost 16 points a game, almost seven rebounds a game. And every time you look at a newspaper, she's the leading scorer and uh, you know rebounds. And I know she's got a lot of friends on her team, and she, it's not all her. And she, she'll tell you that, but she's been a big part of it, and it's stuck out in my mind all year long. And someone said to me, well, you know, you haven't done anything with the uh, Cavalier basketball team, the lady basketball teams. I said, don't worry, I will. And this girl is joining me right now in front of Grayson Stadium. A little chilly, uh, but she's a trooper. She's out here. And of course, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Calvary Day School junior basketball player, Abigail Lewis. Good morning, Abby. Sorry, I I apologize, Mom. Abigail, okay? Adjust the mic so it's by your mouth. There you go. Okay, and uh, I mean... No seniors on the team. Mm-mm. Unbelievable run. You got a man that probably makes you laugh all the time because I know I talk to other basketball players. You got some quirky sayings there, but <laughs> Coach Hamilton, of course, Coach Kennedy helps him out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, unbelievable year. Did you think it was going to be this good? No, not at all. I was when we started off. I was 
not expecting anything big for this season. And then we came and we played so hard and we worked so hard to get to where we were, and then we won region. And so I didn't think anybody thought we were going to get that far. And so, Well, you know, I remember following you last year as a sophomore and then stepping up this year as a junior. You've scored almost 600 points in, in two seasons, which is pretty phenomenal. I mean, so – and. It, it's just so so. It's like a tradition over there now that the Lady Cavaliers win year in and year out. Yeah, well, we've won region all three years that I've been in high school, and we've had uh, really good teams all three years, and so it's just been really cool to be a part of like the team that wins region three years in a row. I mean, it's but. something special, and you get to the playoffs. And uh, let's talk about Abigail Lewis now. Uh, once again, you you, you got to love the game of basketball. When did you start playing? I started playing basketball in, like, the fifth grade. I was playing for, like, a YMCA team with a bunch of country day girls, which was weird. <laughs> but then the fifth grade coach at Calvary, I wanted me to play for them, so I played for them instead, and it felt... Better. Well, who got you into basketball? I mean, you, you waited till fifth grade. Who got you into it? My dad, because he played basketball in um, college, so he really wanted me and my brothers to play basketball, so we all played and loved it. And so. You're having a good time loving it now over there at yes. Calvary Day School. So, uh, you know, I mean, basketball, is, it's a game where you could be the top rebounder, you could be the top scorer, you could be the best defensive player. What about Abigail Lewis? What do you appreciate? most about the game of basketball? What do you enjoy the most? I Well, I play down low, so I really enjoy, like, posting up and being physical with just the girls that play defense on me, and it's I enjoy learning new post moves and doing the post moves that I learn. It's a lot of fun doing that. And I'm going to set it up, okay? I didn't set this up. Abigail <laughs> Lewis is five foot eleven, okay? She's five feet eleven inches tall, and she plays center and forward for Cavalier for the Cavaliers, Lady Cavaliers. So you got to play down low. I mean, because usually when you get a girl that size or that tall, okay, the coach automatically puts you down there. So, yeah. uh, like you said, you like. Getting physical with people down low. What's Abigail Lewis's best basketball skill? Um, I would say just the post, being in the post and knowing what to do once like I get the ball because sometimes I freeze and I don't know what to do. But most of the time, I just do a move that I've learned and it's that's what I would say. And being physical again is just a major part. So. And if you're listening, I'm Carl Damasi. You're listening to the Carl Damasi Sports Report, and I'm talking to Abigail Lewis, Jr., center forward from the Lady Cavaliers. Who've won their third straight region title. She's one of the leading scorers on the team and doing a great job. Uh, so you just said learning new moves. What routines have you done to make you a better basketball player? Well, I work really hard, like off season and during the season, to learn new things and always to get better and just to make like my game better. And so I try to learn new post moves all the time and it's really important to do that and just to work on everything just to stay in shape. Stay in shape, get yeah. better, get better at what you do. I mean, you know, basketball, I, I can tell is your love, okay? I mean, you're doing a phenomenal, you do have a phenomenal season, phenomenal job at it. Are there any other sports that you play or you want to play or is it just basketball, basketball, basketball? Well, it seems like it's always basketball, but I also play volleyball for Calvary and I've played that since middle school also and it's, I love volleyball too, but I have a special spot for basketball and I just love it so much. And so. Where, what position do you play on a volleyball team? I play middle hitter and that's fun and I play for 
Coach Hannah Nelson, who's also the assistant coach for um, basketball. Well, not assistant, but she helps out. She helps out. Yeah. So, and I know meeting Hannah and knowing Hannah from uh, from uh, her boyfriend or uh, now her fiance. <laughs> uh, she, you know, she's a college uh, college volleyball player, and she's a ball of fire, and she's got to bring some energy to the basketball team when she's helping you guys out yeah, basketball. Yeah, she really does. She just is so supportive of basketball, and she doesn't she doesn't know everything about it, but she's still a great coach, and she just knows what she's doing. So she's having fun, yeah. fun doing it. That's what matters. Now, uh, you know, basketball, volleyball, uh, being involved in a lot of things at school. What do you do in your spare time? Do you have spare time <laughs> besides it, sports? Yeah, it feels like I don't have any spare time, but I'm really laid back, and I'll just hang out with my friends and just do anything they want to do, really, because I don't have that much spare time, so when I get it, it's just relaxing. Mean, you got to throw your, your academics in there, yeah. you got to keep your grades, uh-huh. and if you want to get to the next level, the grades going to be yeah. important to you. So uh, Now, you know, I'm not going to put you on the spot here. Hopefully you did a little research and you, <laughs> oh, you looked at your friends. Who else on the team is having a good season in your mind? Well, in my mind, since we, we have no seniors, so we have three juniors, um, Brittany Griffin and Dewana Magwood have really stepped up as leaders also this year, and they are doing great, and um, Dewana Anna has stepped up because she couldn't play last year because she tore ACL and she came back so much better, better than ever. And she's killing it on the rebounds and she's just really great. And then Brittany has just has improved so much and she drives to the basket and it's I don't, sometimes I don't know how she makes them in. She's just so skilled and she's just done really great and they both have. So. Well, I mean, it sounds like you know you're down low with. Uh, how do I say your first name? Abigail. Wait, no, what? you're Abigail. Dewana. Dewana. Yeah, Dewana. Okay, I don't want to miss her name. Dewana Magwood. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, what's so special about this team? There's no seniors. You guys are the juniors. you got to be lead. What's so special about this team this year? That is what's special. We have no seniors, so the juniors had to step up and just become the leaders, and it's been a lot of fun. We've all bonded in so many ways. It's just been so much fun to bond with these girls, and we have such a young team that we're so excited to get to play together next year again, and it's going to be so much and the man in charge, Jackie Hamilton, and of course, Coach Kennedy helping out. Now you go, Coach Nelson. Tell us about Coach Hamilton. What, what does he mean to Abigail Lewis? He's I've known him for what seems like forever, so he's a great guy. Um, he's funny. He makes us laugh, and he's just a great coach. He knows what he's doing, and he's always supporting us and making us work harder to get better, and it's just he's a great guy and a great coach. So, you know, he's always got everybody smiling, and Jackie's got that demeanor, nice, low-key guy. Guy, I mean, does he yell? I mean, he can get mad. Like we have, if we, we're just dumb sometimes and do dumb <laughs> things, and he just he gets mad at us and he gets over it. He's got to bring you back. Yeah. So, and I know you're only junior now. Uh, dreams? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do after high school? Well, I want to try to play basketball in college for like a small school. I don't want to go to a really big school, but I just want to get to where I can play basketball, and I think that would be a lot of fun to play basketball in college, and so I'm looking forward to that. And tell us about the Calvary Day School experience. Tell us about Calvary Day School. What, what does it mean to you? It's just it's my home. It's where I've been for my whole life, really, and I don't know where I'd where else I'd go except for Calvary, and it's just so much fun, and I've gone there my whole life, so it's just such a great place, and I love it. Well, you've done a great job on the basketball court, and if you've been following the local newspapers, uh, 
Calvary Day School will play a doubleheader Monday night. The boys will play at 5 o'clock, and the girls get top billing at 7.30. That's Monday night because now the, uh, in Class A, it's just like football. They separate private and public, so they had to wait for their season to be over. So they really their first round really starts second round like everybody else. So if you want to watch Abigail play, it's Monday night at Calvary Day School at 7.30. But that's why you're this week for what you've been doing on the basketball court the last two years, the last couple of weeks, uh, the whole season. You're this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete Week for February 22nd. Abigail Lewis from Calvary Day School Basketball. Keep up the great work and uh, best of luck. You never know. You know, Thank you. you make that run. You finished in what? The Final Four last year, yes. right? So keep it up. Thank and you. We'll see what happens. Just stay right here. Let's finish this up. Okay. And once again, this would not be possible without. Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts and other body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room if you can. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic at the corner of 70th Avenue, Waters Avenue, right here in, right here in Savannah, Georgia, which is right off Durant Avenue, and he'll help you with all your chiropractic needs. Next up, we have a special treat. we got a lacrosse match going on right next to us at Optimus Field. We're going to bring on BC Cadet, West Point Academy, uh, I guess a pointee, also to play lacrosse there. DeWitt Connor from uh, Benedictine Military School uh, Lacrosse Program. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Board, brought to you by Optimus Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, and 104.3 FM, WSEG. And believe it or not, we're at the state in Savannah, Dot com Savannah Baseball Classic, the inaugural baseball classic, is presented to you by ESPN Radio, and also it's powered by Powerade. And Carl Gregory Chrysler is another big sponsor. And we got games starting right now. We got four games on tap here at Grayson Stadium. Yes, I'm live in front of Grayson Stadium uh, right now. The first game, Bishop England out of South Carolina is taking on Johnson County, uh, which is up there in uh, the middle of Georgia, uh, Wrightsville. There we go. Her home of Herschel Walker. I knew that. Didn't know exactly where it was. <laughs> and then, of course, at 1.30, we got Alexander High School taking on Mount Pisgah. And at 4.30, Upson Lee takes on Bishop England. And at 7.30, we have two Atlanta rivals taking on uh, each other, Mount Pisgah versus Holy Innocence, right here at 7.30. Last night, Johnson County lost to Upson Lee 2-1. Alexander beat Bishop England 11-1. And the host of the whole tournament, Calvary Day School Cavaliers, beat Holy Innocence 5-4. Well, we have a special guest. We're going to do a little substitute on lineup here. And uh, like I said, over at Optimus Field, we've got lacrosse going on. BC is taking on Wando. BC, the uh, defending South Carolina Independent School high school uh, team, but now they're going to be playing Georgia Georgia high school teams all year long, so they're going independent here, they're trying to grow the program, they're trying to get it down here in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, ago I had on Dustin White, uh, who's wearing number 10 in, in, uh, in memory of uh, probably one of the figures that got the program started over there at BC, and Ricky McAllister, and uh, 
We have Connor DeWitt joining me now live on ESPN Radio right in front of a historic Grayson Stadium. Yes, we're going to talk a little across. If you don't know anything about Connor DeWitt, he's one of the better players on the BC program. And he's also made a verbal commitment to go to West Point to join the academy and to play lacrosse for the West Point cadets. And you just go from one cadet to another. And joining us right now is Connor DeWitt. Good morning, Connor. Morning. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, I'm glad you could jump over here and uh, talk to us about lacrosse in Savannah. And you know, I you know, I know Coach McAllister, and I told him I was going to mention it during the show. And uh, good man Charlie Co- Charlie Comins uh, came over and said, "I got a guest for you." And of course, uh, Chad Griffin, our next guest, uh, said, "No problem. Let let Connor come on." Uh, just uh, unbelievable uh, program over there at BC. Lacrosse has grown so fast; it's the fastest sport on two feet. Uh, so, and you know. Lacrosse. When did you start playing? Because not many kids in Savannah play lacrosse. Right. Uh, I started playing in the fourth grade. Um, I just picked up a stick uh, in Forsyth Park, started messing around, um, and uh, fell in love with it. Uh, for my first year, I split time between baseball and lacrosse. And then uh, in fifth grade, I made the decision to uh, stick to lacrosse. Um, and uh, ever since then, it's it's been my life. It's been the focus of you know, all my athletic I mean, a lot of people don't know that it has the, uh, the the qualities, the characteristics of soccer because you're playing it like soccer, full football field. It's 11 on 11, but now you're using a stick with a with a round ball. That's probably the, the equivalent of a hockey puck on ice hockey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's it's America's sport because the native Native Americans uh, developed the game. Uh, I mean, uh, why do you think it's taken so long to to grasp down here in in, in Georgia in uh, Savannah? Well, uh, for a while it was you know. Uh, reserved for the north and it was uh, Baltimore and Long Island dominated sport um, but with the uh, the invention of the plastic head and the aluminum shafts and everything the game has become less of a uh, you know it's it's become less isolated because now they're able to you know, we're able to buy all those kinds of things and we're uh, we're um, we're open to the same equipment as the kids up north, and uh, you know more schools and more schools are getting programs, and it's just growing. I mean, I mean, you just said it. More schools are getting it, so there's more chance of getting uh, getting a scholarship or going somewhere where you can continue on after college. And uh, you know, and, and it's something special. West Point. Uh, I mean, how did that come about? How did, how did you get involved with West Point and uh, the uh, the lacrosse program up there? They see you play somewhere. Uh, yes, sir. Well, I'd always been interested in uh, West Point. And uh, my grandfather taught there, but uh, I started. Um, I went to an Under Armour uh, All America tryout in Orlando, and uh, I played. Uh, I played pretty well, and uh, ended up talking to one of their assistant coaches. Um, then I, um, but I'd had hamstring problems that summer, and so I wasn't able to uh, um, to play in front of them anymore. And then this winter, I got in touch with them and uh, and went up to a showcase at West Point. Uh, and I guess it was January 12th. A little cold, eh? Very cold. <laughs> Snow on the ground, but we played indoors. Uh, and uh, I, I played well, and then uh, got to call Coach Aparisi two days later, and he offered me a, uh, a spot on the team, uh, class of 2020, and so I verbally committed. And your grandfather taught at West Point? Yes, sir. What did he teach? Uh, he was a uh, business law professor. Nice. So, yes, I mean, and, and, you know, being from New York, being the West Point, many a time. I also had the privilege of uh, coaching a fast pitch high school uh, semifinal state game there, and it's it, it's just the I mean, just like here at historic the historic Grayson Stadium, there's just something a mystique about the place. Yeah, you go absolutely. in through the go through the, uh, the 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 wall and the, the the cannons at the wall. I mean, right there on the Hudson, it's something special, and uh, it's big time up in the north, like you said. And now. Uh, as far as 
kind of goes, what position do you play, and uh, you know, how's it been going so far this year? Uh, I play uh, midfield, uh, for, and that's what I've committed to play. But uh, with BC, I split time between midfield and attack. Uh, and uh, this year, we've got a really, really strong team. We've been, we've been uh, practicing now for about a month now, and uh, and we've been doing very well. And uh, Wando's the defending uh, South Carolina high school state champion, so looking to start the season off right. And which 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 was well, what, you had two losses last year, and they were one yes, of them. Sir. So it's yes, good to see where, where you guys uh, uh, are at their level. And uh, now. No South Carolina Independent School High School League. Now you guys are going against all Georgia high school leagues and South Carolina high school uh, teams from their league. So tell us how that's going to feel. Uh, it's going to feel uh, it's really special to to know that that the program's grown from you know from where it began. But uh, yes, but it's it's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. We get to make a lot of trips up to Atlanta. And uh, and we're going to play some really quality teams this year, and I'm really looking forward to it. Now, BC, ROTC, got a rank. You're involved in it. How you know? I mean, you go into a military school now too, so you know what to expect. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I've been I've been in ROTC all my years at BC. Uh, I'm a platoon sergeant for F Company, but uh, I enjoy it. I mean, there's something special about being ROTC at, at Benedictine, and, and you know, we're running up against the clock here. Tell what's so special about going to Benedictine? It's just unlike any other school, uh, really anywhere. Um, the brotherhood and the camaraderie you build with your classmates is just unlike any other place. Um, you know, I've got you know 312 kids at that school that I can. You know, call upon any time I need something from them. So it's a pretty special place. Yeah, it definitely is. And you, you, as it, it's the first, it's the first comment every Benedictine uh, athlete I talk to. The brotherhood it means so much. It'll go with you the rest of your life, and you enjoy it. Now, let's we go into West Point to play lacrosse. Uh, future plans? What do you want to be? What do you want to do? Uh, well, I've, uh, I've I'd really like to go to law school. Um, so. Uh, I'll uh, you know do my time in the military, see where that takes me, and um, and you know maybe I'll stay in, maybe I won't, but I'd like to go to uh, law school at some point and uh, you know see what happens from there. Yes, sir. Well, Connor, I wish you the best of luck today with Wando Thank right you. across here from Grayson Stadium. We have Optimus Field right now. The JV games going on. Benedictine Military Schools JV Junior Varsity Lacrosse Team taking on Wando's uh, JV team. Then at 12 o'clock, you can come watch some great lacrosse. I'm telling you, people, if you haven't seen lacrosse, it's right here at Optimus Field. If you're coming over to the baseball game, go in between games, check it out. Uh, just uh, just a fast-paced game. And uh, once again, thank you for stepping in here really quick and uh, being part of the show. And best of luck. And yes. uh, go Cadets wherever you go now, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Thank Connor you very much. From Benedictine Military School lacrosse, great kid, great program. And uh, once again, you can check it out today right there at Optimus Field. Next up, we'll grab the AD from Calvary Day School, who's helping out with the stayinsavannah.com Savannah Baseball Classic, the inaugural one right now. The first game's going on, 10-30 game. we got Bishop England taking on Johnson County for 7 bucks. You can watch four games here. You can also go out, come run across the street, watch lacrosse, come back in. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Board, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. How do you take your game to the next level? By learning from those who've been there before. Introducing explosive Southern Pigskin Camps coming to Southeast Georgia on March 8th at Calvary Day School in Savannah and March 22nd at the Trembling Earth Recreation Complex in Waycross. Explosive sports trainers Dundee Dilworth and Calvin Wilson, along with former college and NFL stars like Travis Taylor, Bernard Williams, Joe Burns, 
Tavares Tillman. They are who we thought they were. We'll deliver group-specific instruction to athletes of all ages. SouthernPigskin.com, a member of the USA Today Sports Media Group and ESPN Radio will be on hand to spotlight and promote you as your skills are put on display. Spots are limited, so visit ExplosiveSports.info today and sign up. Academic and civic seminars will also be held. That's March 8th in Savannah and March 22nd in Waycross. Register now at ExplosiveSports.info. This is Calvin Wilson of Explosive Sports. Make plans to come out and compete. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Hey, sports fans, this is Carl DeMasi, and due to technical difficulties, we did not record the last segment with the athletic director of Cali Day School, Chad Griffin, and I'm definitely going to try and have him back on next week. Once again, Chad Griffin segment did not record. I do apologize to Chad Griffin, and we will try to have him on next week. And that's it for the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. This has been the Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs>